Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box. We're back in action here with Misunderstood with Papa Rick. Papa, Papa, Rick. Papa, 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 As we Rick. understand. Hey, give him a little soundbite, man. We are understanding. Rick, 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 Rick. <laughs> slick, 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 Rick. Papa, 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 Rick. Papa, slick, Rick. Papa, Rick, Rick. <laughs> Knocking out the box, Rick. Knock him out the box. Knock him out the box. You are now. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box, Rick. Come on, Paris. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box, Rick. Give me that lap. Yeah. Give me the bark. Yeah. Come on, freak. Tell him what's up. Yeah. Come on now. Slick Rick in the house. Oh, no. Cannoli, come here. Dude, that might be the sound bite right there, man. That's some money right there. We all like talk about this kind of stuff all the time, and now's the time, man. I don't know. I just, this is, I don't think people are having real conversations enough. And right now, we're all so disconnected and lonely and scared like, yeah scared and i feel like for everyone their mental health is being stretched even if you're extremely emotionally intelligent it's still stretching you to be patient it's good you yeah. can use it as like building strength and character for some people it's been that they've gotten into better shape yep they've said okay i'm stuck at home i'm gonna fucking buy a home gym and work out at home right and they've got and some have been like this is too much like they're not ready right and that's okay you know and but at some point i think the most effective thing to do if you can do it for yourself is to just realize you in control of the player and don't wait for the game to do shit for you go after that shit <laughs> i'm just saying for me it's all about helping i like helping people figure out whether it's my kids or other kids or teenagers or young adults like don't get sucked into something for the wrong reasons because you should figure out who you are first go do mm. odd jobs go work for free go do internships until you go oh that's what i want to do go work for people that you think you want to be in 10 years and then see if you like the environment see if you like the tribe do you want to work in that environment does it fit you don't just take whatever life gives you or the game gives you you can change it we live in a world where societal norms and caring about what other people think dictate our actions to going after things that we want to do. Um, like it, it, it sounds easy as we talk about it, but there's obviously something that's not easy about it because there are people more often than not working jobs that they don't love. And they think to justify that they have to do that job, they have responsibilities, whether they have kids, whatever the case may be. And even though they're not happy, they justify it as, oh, okay, I have to, I have to do this anyway. I don't have a choice. But I think as we talk about it, yes, it's, it's, it's good that we talk about it, but I think we should dig into the part of how, men how mentally you unwrap that belief of thinking that you can't figure out what that is instead right. of just talking about it because because like well there's I, more there's so much more to unwrap with that right because it, it's so common yeah well i feel like i have some suggestions and some solutions but 
some of the solutions will take a lot of time and yeah. could be one of my stepping stones down the road because it will take like a lot of capital. The school system needs to be changed. They need to customize education around each individual and Absolutely. try to figure out their talents and their like aspirations and mm -hmm. go, ooh, because that kid's going to work harder, man. Exactly. exactly. Like, like kid, I feel like yeah. I honestly, kids don't drop out of school because they can't. They're not right. because they're incapable of learning. Yeah. They just fucking don't like what they're doing. Right, man. Because they're being they forced. They make you study shit forced, you like, don't oh, care about. Exactly. And, and then you're the being told you you're anyway, stupid. You don't even need when you graduate. Yeah. Astronomy. Why do I need to know astronomy if I'm not interested? I, I learned the stars. I learned exactly. the solar system. My, my, my son came and told me that, Cody, when he was like 15, 14. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... You're not wrong. <laughs> I go, but you want to homeschool? You want no, 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 I want to be in school. I'm yeah. like, all right, well, just get do the best you can. Exercise your brain. But I agree. I wish they would let you learn, I don't know, sports management, the business behind sports yeah. management. You're interested I mean, in that. Like they should, in and then there's going to be math class. Guess what? Sports management is going to have math class, uh, um, whatever, physical therapy class, mm -hmm. like learning how to whatever all of those things if you're going to be in sports management you got to understand the whole business uh keeping books having a budget uh agency fees uh, expenses so travel expenses wow oh you got we're gonna have to make you gotta have to make a spreadsheet on this excel oh i gotta learn excel oh i gotta learn powerpoint because yeah. i gotta go present See. to the board of directors somewhere they can teach you the whole thing and it's back through what you love i feel like you people think like oh when you go to college, you're supposed to. You, yeah, that's right. where you figure that out. And they but then now I feel like college. that's Nothing. a lot of people why why they drop right. out is because they fucking don't know what they want right. to do, or they stick with it and then do some other shit, or the force of parents saying you have to go to school and you have to do this and right. do this and, and do and this. Like, okay. Speaking from your experience, just on prior conversations we've had, how you got into what you got into before, and you were con something convinced you that that was your passion and then you got to a point where you were like okay this is not i don't want to work in an office i don't honestly wanna... it was a form of that i think i convinced myself i can't quit and i was not yeah i may not be good at anything else yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but i never ever had passion for it i didn't know what passion was nobody taught me nobody said rick mm -hmm. you need to be like kind of like obsessive about it yeah. which i would have been about philosophy i love philosophy class man but then i was told well what are you gonna do with that you're gonna be a professor exactly well that's like limiting I and mean, i'm like oh you're right that, that makes just sense because, just because your limitations on it right doesn't make doesn't make it limiting yeah and people you know? convince you with like stupid fortune cookie advice like right well you know no like, career is perfect right. and it's like yeah they, they that kind of makes sense okay energy on how they feel about it right no but it's funny it you say that else. about like passion it's like no one teaches you about passion at all no I mean, you don't it's kind of like one of those things that you kind of discover about yourself and finding your passion i mean with me i'm passionate about what i do and i'm happy with what i do and i don't have a job because i found my passion right. early on but yeah. like that's why I feel like people really would love to find right. out, like, how Imagine? do we get the passion? Exactly. How do you unlock that, the passion? Exactly so, like so here's the yes. thing, right? I got into a tangent on school system, right? But real quick to tie it up, I just want to say, imagine two classrooms, 30 kids. One is traditional, whatever, the any subject, math. And another one in the elementary school years, there's at least one or two classes that focus on customizing the education. AI driven through the computer. It keeps track of your test scores. Oh, this kid's into science, blah, blah, blah. 
right? And so it's exposing. So imagine a 30 kids and all of them are exposed to this. Hey, like, what are you into? What do you like? Okay, look at all these different careers. Okay, watch three YouTube videos today. You know, you can go on YouTube and search for a day in the life of a mm -hmm. anything, right. of a musician, of a music studio producer, of a blogger, of a YouTuber, of a, 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 a screen, streamer, a video, a video game streamer. And I, I've been doing that with Miles, man, my son, because I'm like, you kind of stopped soccer. That's cool. You don't have to be a so professional soccer player. I don't care. You don't need to be an athlete for me, dude. Not that I ever made him feel that way, but he's like, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so let's figure it out. Don't wait till you're 18. He's 13. So I'm like, let's just watch YouTube videos together. He's like, all right. I'm like, well, what do you, what's the first video you want to watch? He goes, I don't know. I go, well, just you get to pick. pick so one, yeah. whichever one makes you excited, like which one you like, video games, streamer, fine. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. So we watched this guy that was like, yeah, I get up in the morning, got breakfast, and then he shows how he sets it up and whatever. And he's like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, well, what else? He's like, I don't know, an entrepreneur. I'm like, oh. So he watched it. And then later he's like, man, I want to look into this entrepreneur thing because he saw this guy and the way he had his whatever. what Something about it grabbed him. It doesn't matter. The point is I never thought to do anything of the kind. I was an accounting major having never stepped into an office in my life. I had a part-time job throughout college. I never worked in an office. I worked people facing part-time jobs, you know, like Bank of America Teller, fucking bag boy. You know what I mean? Like, hey, how are you doing? Okay. Talking to people all day, <laughs> right? I didn't know I was like an extrovert and then maybe that's more for an introvert. I don't know. I didn't know anything yeah. about, yeah. I didn't think like, what if I don't like it in the environment? I was just taught it's a job. Like nobody likes their job. Just pick and one. And yeah, and that's so many You want to be a doctor? Good. That's mm -hmm. even better. But okay, you can't do that. Do this. That's the way I thought. That's the way I was trained. I had this guy, Gabe. Hopefully he's watching this. Who was like always gambling. Hey, Gabe. Always gambling. Hey, Gabe. Always running stats. He had these crazy macros that he built on these spreadsheets for us. And for his gambling addiction, kind of. Not addiction, <laughs> but, you know, he was like a professional guy. He would, like, make money. Yeah. And we're like, how the fuck did you learn to make these macros in college? He's like, fuck no. I'm like, where? He goes, YouTube. So he just watched how they did macros on Excel. He learned everything from YouTube. Just everything. saying. YouTube That's why University I, is the true college. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying that. Y'all sign up now. Start on YouTube. YouTube University. Before you go to a... Subscribe here. Before you go subscribe to a hundred or $200,000 program and give up four years of your life, start with YouTube. It's free, and then let that guide you toward like physically checking it out, doing some free jobs, and then go select your school that fits what you want, not just go to some school and go, hmm, uh, what am I gonna take on the menu? You're stuck with that menu? What? Forever? Right. For the rest of your life, pick some shit, right? I, I don't know. Accounting. Accounting, I'll take, that's a good one. Look, it's stable, perfect. I'll take accounting. And that's it. You're stuck with accounting for the rest of your, until you retire at 65? Just, it's like, dude, that's like living hell, man. If you're not, if that's not for you, right? If it's not for you. Because I showed up that first day into a cubicle situation, high walls, 100 cubicles in LA County. I worked at LA that's County. So Audit like in the Hall of Records, dude depressing 
like old, everything was old, quiet. There was no talking. There was no interaction. They gave me a pile of manuals and were like, sit right here, man. Six <laughs> hours in, I'm like, did they forget about me? I'm like, what the fuck is this, dude? I was like depressed. Yeah. I would call my girlfriend. I would go downstairs, call her and cry, dude. I would cry like, I can't do this. And she's like, you got this baby. And my dad would say, well, don't give up. You're being a fucking pussy, right? Nobody like job. <laughs> Serious. No like job. Nobody like job. And I just got a degree and I'm making good money and I got benefits, dude. It's hard to like say no. And then I mean, you know, I think that's what 20 I years later, man. Day and age people are like battling, especially with your son's about to. I was just having this conversation with someone. When 10 years ago, there was no Facebook, Instagram. You know, there was just MySpace. But like now, kids have the opportunity to go and be a content creator. Right. They have the opportunity to be. You know, uh, they can go on Vine or, or TikTok and make money or YouTube and make right. money. They could. There's kids that are like nine years old on YouTube. And Just, even for that, though, the key is to find who you are. Because you're not going to... You're not gonna win on TikTok if you're not being who you are. No, but I'm just saying, like the kid you know that's saying? doing the reviews on toys yeah. or candy or, or snacks, and I'm like, what? Like, and he's nine, and I'm, I mean, I think a lot of us feel like you know we we've been there, done that, or we're like too old to do that. But it's like you know, there's never a time that it's like you're too old to do something to dive into your passion. And, you know, mm -hmm. I think that's really like finding your passion at an early age will Help. save you the time and the future for when right. you know you're not 50 and saying dang like i want to like do this it's like well i did that at 14 right. bro you that's know? what i'm doing you know i'm starting like kind of backwards yeah. like i i went 20 plus button. <laughs> yeah i went 20 plus years 20 plus years yeah. in corporate corporate like accounting and audit internal yeah. audit stuff like you know i learned a lot and I'm not regretting any of it because it's like, it was like my Nelson Mandela moment. Like it was like my living, almost like I could have taken it like a living hell, but I, you know, I learned a lot and I bounced around a lot. I tried different companies and trying to make it interesting for myself, built a lot of teams. I met a lot of people. I learned a lot because of that. Cause I didn't stay at one place. Cause I didn't want to do the same thing. And so it, you know, it became a positive, but, to your point, man, it's so much diffi more difficult to pursue your passion when you've got four kids like me and like an ex and like, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of financial obligations mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how to run your own businesses and figure out which kind of business you even want by trial and error a little bit. Because, you know, I'm trying to figure, you know, and I'm finding it like I, you know, I got into some things that I really love and that are making money. Yeah. It just takes that, time to get to the same level that you build over 20 plus years. So if you start young before you have financial obligations or as many, you know, you can live with other people. You can grind for 10 years. Man, if you can grind for 10 years, not everybody can. And that that's OK. Mm -hmm. If you choose to just take a job, that's OK. You know what I mean? Not everyone's going to have the opportunity. Some people have to take care of kids, whatever. So, see, that's the thing. Like, I'm not this isn't about like you're not good enough. You should be, you know, fixing yourself. This is just, I want to, I want to help kids go, Hey, make sure you know what you were taught may not be at all. You should right. like and, open and, your mind a little bit. Like you may be being fed information that's not really helping you. 
because it's not allowing under, you to pull underneath all of everything you're saying like the root there's a root to everything and i think in understanding that belief that there is no ceiling it starts with what you're told from right. an early age and if you encourage the development of your and you put into your kid that hey you can honestly do whatever you want there's no ceiling to that they're going to live their life and lead with the intention of understanding what that really means and, and i think it, it, it and a lot of people yeah true. a lot of people start like a lot i feel a lot of people have that belief that oh like i'm supposed to work this job that i hate and they make all these justifications behind it so they can just figure it out and do it but there's a route to that and i feel like it's so it's 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 a pandemic of its own because mm -hmm. again like oh, there are so many people that are pandemic. doing this yes yes the real pandemic is people doing something that they're not passionate about absolutely think about it man think about it that's that's the london that's, that's think the about root. it man if a bee like a bee colony or an ant colony started funneling honeybees or worker bees to the wrong positions they're not going bee. to be effective right that beehive is going to be a saggy ass beehive, yeah. like pretty damn quick. In two fields that you guys are in, where traditionally the world will tell you, okay, that's not sustainable. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Go be a lawyer and go find a job where you have a secured amount of money that you can that you can that you can attain. So it's very admirable to see two people that are here that are doing like kind of like when the world says no, you guys are just saying, fuck you. I'm going to say, yes, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm and making. I believe that this is going to work. Yeah. And again, it's, it's very admirable and we're all here because we have some understanding that purpose is intentional. Yeah. And we want to utilize our purpose with, whatever intention we can attain by growing and learning from each other. So it's, I'm glad we're all here. Yeah. And I appreciate it. I mean, it's really powerful. Like I said, I mean, I believe in all of us, you know, I mean, I, I don't think this was a moment, you know, that we all just came together. You know what I mean? Like I said, I haven't seen you in maybe like two, oh, maybe three years man, now. It's been you a know? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, yo, it's I see Paris. I'm like, yo, what's up with that? And you know, I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm always, you know, keeping you in my prayers and everything, but you know, it's just like, I know all of us are here to to be something impactful for all of each other's lives. You know, like I said, all of us could say a lot of things about Rick, but you know, I mean, from the beginning since we have met him, and you know, like him just, like I said, bringing his dreams into life, and you know, kind of seeing like, I want to have a podcast. What does that look like? How long does it take? And you know, I mean, he's always been anxious to have it, but it's like you know, this is the right time. Yeah. This is the time, you know, it, you, if he would have had it maybe two years ago, it, it wasn't the right time, exactly. you know, it was like, so this sure. is like the right time for everything, you know, I mean, me being with the bus and starting that whole movement, it wasn't the time for me to do that three years ago. I mean, this year during this pandemic was the perfect time perfect. for this exactly. opportunity. And so it's, it's understanding like, that, understanding in any, that in any situation that is meant to bring you down or tell you that oh i can't do it yeah if you understand that if you understand what that's doing to you it's easier to understand how to maneuver and go the opposite way yeah. it's like if you walk into a wall you're like oh shit okay i know what this wall will do to me if i walk into it it's probably going to hurt yep understanding what the ripple effect of that will look like 
that should give you the insight and knowledge to say, okay, I know what this is going to do to me. Now, how can I, how will I respond? How Mm -hmm. will you respond? And in times in all, in the most uncertain times that we've ever been in, the fact that we're here trying to push the envelope, whoever's watching or listening is going to look at this and say, oh shit, like we're in a pandemic. This is a time where neurobiologically we're, we're hardwired to think that hard times are supposed to keep us down are supposed to keep us are supposed to keep us down but the fact that we're doing this the symbolism of it means so much more than i feel like anything like we're right now we're here and we're telling whoever's listening that despite whatever is thrown our way we can still find a way to respond and live and find our purpose and be intentional and whether it's a pandemic or anything that has the potential to keep you down, it doesn't have to. And so I think, I mean, I think that's the root of all of it. Just understanding that there's nothing, there's no ceiling to anything. The only ceiling is what we tell ourselves we can't do or what we tell ourselves we can't think or believe. Outside of that is just noise. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box.